Welcome to The Word This Week, where we believe that the Bible is more than just words on a page. They are the words we live by, and it's pretty cool too. We invite you to join us as we read through the Bible together this year. Welcome back to The Word This Week. I'm your host, Brian Vaughn, and this is episode 34. If you've been reading with us through the Bible, we've been reading uh, chronologically through the Bible this year, and most of our reading from this week has come from the prophet Ezekiel. Just to kind of catch us up on where we're at in the timeline of, of Scripture, the nation of Israel has experienced really what has become the, the judgment for uh, not keeping their side of the covenant. And the northern kingdom of Israel, they've been defeated and taken over uh, by the Assyrian nation. And now the, the southern kingdom of Judah has also experienced defeat. And some of them have been taken into exile uh, by the nation of Babylon. And that's kind of where we find ourselves with Ezekiel. Ezekiel is a part of the priestly aristocracy out of Judah, and he is one of the exiles, and he is actually in Babylon. And when we pick up his story, we get this picture of God calling him into service, calling him to be his messenger, to be a prophet. And it starts off with these crazy, crazy visions. That's where I'd love for us to to pick up uh, for just a moment for this week. I'm going to have a question at the end that I really would love for you to consider as you go through through your week. This is in Ezekiel 1, 25 to 28. And what's kind of happened here is the, the Lord is giving Ezekiel a vision. And there's these four creatures and they're, they're carrying uh, on their shoulders uh, this... Uh, a throne. And this is kind of where it picks up. Uh, as they stood with wings lowered, so it's these four creatures, as they stood with their wings lowered, a voice spoke from beyond the crystal surface above them. Above this surface was something that looked like a throne made of blue lapis lazuli. And on this throne, high above, was a figure whose appearance resembled a man. From what appeared to be his waist up, he looked like gleaming amber flickering like a fire and from his waist down he looked like a burning flame shining with splendor all around him was a glowing halo like a rainbow shining in the clouds on a rainy day this is what the glory of the lord looked like to me when i saw it i fell face down to the ground and i heard someone's voice speaking to me ezekiel says this is what the glory of the lord looked like to me. And that's what captured my, uh, my imagination this morning is, is that phrase, uh, the appearance of the glory of the Lord. The Hebrew word for glory is kavod. And when it's used in the Old Testament scriptures, it carries this meaning of, of weight or heavy and significance. And it's often when, when any of the, the biblical writers talk about the physical manifestation of the significance of God, that's the word they use. That's what they mean by the appearance of the glory of the Lord, the significance of God. And it's, and it's the significance of God in this physical manifestation. And that's what, that's what Ezekiel was seeing. 
the same language is used back in Exodus 33. There, Moses is on Mount Sinai, and he's he's communing with the Lord, and the Lord's giving giving him messages, and and that's the point at which they're getting ready to enter into the Promised Land, and and Moses is is talking with God. It says he talks with God as as if he were talking with a friend. Moses says, Lord. I don't want to go anywhere. We don't want to go anywhere unless you go with us. To which the Lord replies, I, I'm, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to do what you ask. And, and then Moses says this, and he uses this word kavod. He says, then Lord, please show me your glory. And God does in a, in a very physical way. He, he shows him his glory. That just got me thinking this week about the glory of the Lord and, and when in my life have I needed to see the glory of the Lord or the significance of God, uh, uh, some sort of, of manifestation of the significance of God in my life. And, you know, sometimes that can be very small. Sometimes it can be uh, even in um, just viewing God's beautiful creation. A few years ago, uh, our family got to take a trip out west and we went to Yellowstone National Park and Grand Tetons National Park. And um, anybody that knows me know I'll, I always talk about the Grand Tetons because they're so beautiful and magnificent. And I remember standing, looking at the mountains in the background across the, this beautiful lake and thinking about the glory of the Lord and just how creative he is and how how much he, he must love us because he gives us this, this beauty to enjoy. I think that's the glory of the Lord. I think it's a, it's a revelation of the significance of God. And we, and we see, we can see those general things all around us, but sometimes the Lord shows up in our lives in a very, very personal way and in ways that where we just needed to perhaps hear from the Lord or, or see something, see the significance of God in our lives. My wife and I, um, Meredith, we've we've been married. We're celebrating 25 years of marriage this year, and um, and she's amazing, and and I love being her husband. But there was this time when we were dating that uh, we were just hanging out one one afternoon. I think we had a movie on. It was one we had seen before, and we were talking, and we were we were getting pretty serious about uh, the future. I never will forget this feeling. It was like the presence of the Lord just kind of sat down in the room with us. And we both really felt it. It was this crazy thing that in that moment, we knew that we were supposed to get married. Now, I don't pretend to think that that's uh, uh, prescriptive for everyone. Uh, I don't, that's not everyone's story. Uh, I don't think that that's necessarily something that we have to seek out to know the person that we're going to marry. But for us, it was it was so real and it was so special. And no matter what we've been through uh, in our marriage or through our lives, we look back to that moment as, man, that's the moment where God showed us his glory and showed us that he was bringing this family together. To me, that was a manifestation of the of the glory of God. And I just wanted to, to ask you, where in your life do you need to see the glory of God? Where in your life do you need the manifestation of the significance of God to show up? And I just want to encourage you to, to spend some time this week 
sit in silence with the Lord. And, and maybe your prayer is something like Moses. Lord, please show me your glory. Would you show up? And just one note before, before we close out uh, that passage that I read from Ezekiel. If you just for fun, if you want to go and read in Revelation one, uh, and then also in Revelation four, as Jesus is described, especially in Revelation one, it, it looks very similar to this description of the glory of the Lord that Ezekiel saw, and I just say that to say I believe that Jesus is the ultimate embodiment of the glory of the Lord. And so maybe your prayer needs to be, where, Lord, where do I need Jesus to show up in my life? Thanks for joining us with this devotional thought this week. And we'll be back to our regularly scheduled format next week. And as you go, may God bless you, keep you, and give you peace. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, we want to thank the River Community Church for sponsoring this podcast. And if you're in Cookville and looking for a church home, we'd love to invite you to come out and you can check out more about us at theriverCC.com. Thanks and join us next time on The Word This Week. Thank you.